This is Mark Gun Media. Hit it! Hello and welcome once again to Gunshots Straight from the Hip. I'm Mark Gunn. The views expressed are those of the speaker and not reflective of anyone else. Today's episode, The Great Black Awakening and The Great White Conundrum. I read somewhere a long time ago that the reign of the white man on Earth would last some 400 years. And if recent events are any indication, I'd say the prediction is slowly but surely coming true. Take a look at what's happening in social media as of late, especially in the postings from people of color. Have you noticed that the degree of world star hip-hop ratchetness has decreased significantly? It's been replaced by a lot of positive, pro-black messaging. This is nothing new. We've been flooding the internet with pro-black messages for a long time. The problem was that very few people paid any attention, and those that did were considered either too militant or anti-white. Here's the thing. I've been around long enough to see a rebirth of sorts. I am a child of the 60s, and even at a young age, was very aware of the black power movement. We said it loud. We were black and proud, and we knew our black was beautiful. A new awareness among black people that their own natural appearance, physical appearance, is beautiful. The only problem was that although the message was powerful, it didn't stick to enough of us for long enough. How could it when we were constantly inundated with images of whiteness as the American standard of, well, everything? For so many, many years, we were told that only white people were beautiful. Only straight hair, light eyes, light skin was beautiful. The message was that if you wanted to be successful, you had to be more like white people. We've had that message beaten into us for so long that we changed the way we looked in order to get as far away from our God-given beauty as we possibly could. And so black women would try everything they could, straighten their hair, lighten their skin, to look as much like white women. The OGs conked because we wanted, quote, good hair like the white folks. Did you get that fresh concrete on, eh, homeboy? He hot like hell. <laughs> I can tell, it's laying down. Looks white, don't it? Women used some of the same chemicals to do the same damage. We conked, processed, used straightening combs, and jerry-curled our way away from who we really were. (laughs) I'm also guilty of the past hair crimes I just mentioned. I'm just glad there aren't any pictures floating around, at least none that I know of. The brainwashing was so complete that we even hated the sight of our own beautiful features. Our thick lips and broad noses were no longer revered as noble and regal. They were ridiculed and became one of the causes of a lot of self-hatred. Who taught you to hate the texture of your hair? Who taught you to hate the color of your skin to such extent that you bleach to get like the white man? Who taught you to hate the shape of your nose and the shape of your lips? Who taught you to hate yourself? As time passed, the hatred grew even stronger. It seemed like any time we created a movement to get back to loving ourselves, especially in music. The movement Black Watch. And when we're not outraged about the oppression upon the black existence, we step to you in blackness. We'd sabotage it by cooning, shucking and jiving just because there was usually a paycheck attached to it. We sold our souls and in turn sold out to more self-hatred. The black race can't afford you no more. Slowly but surely, something changed. With the mere announcement of a black man running for her highest office. I stand before you today to announce my candidacy for president of the United 
America finally revealed herself as the racist nation she always pretended not to be. People of color have been saying this forever, and now it could no longer be denied. As more white folks lost their minds, more black folks began rediscovering theirs. Through the advent of social media, we began learning more and more about ourselves, truths that were deliberately hidden. We began to question everything that Massa had brainwashed us with for over 400 years. Have you forgotten that once we were brought here, we were robbed of our name, robbed of our language. We lost our religion, our culture, our God. And many of us, by the way we act, we even lost our mind. As our self-education continues, you'll notice through what we post that the centuries-old anger passed down from generation to generation begins rising to the surface. However... As quite a few whites feared, that anger did not lead to black folks taking wholesale vengeance on them in the form of beatings and killing. In short, we did not resort to the animals that they were. Instead, we're taking out our anger by calling on America to answer for every atrocity she's ever committed against black people. From slavery, the Tulsa bombings, Rosewood, the Civil Rights Movement, and beyond. All we know why she did these things It's just way past time that she answer for her crimes. The conversations are brutally frank and have proven to be extremely uncomfortable for some. The fact that it's just hard to talk about just shows that we all need to get really comfortable talking about race. There's always a degree of awkwardness, I think, when it comes to talking about race. Along with the continued assault on America's greatest crimes and lies, a propaganda campaign of self-love is manifesting itself again. Take a look at social media, and you'll see all kinds of positive pro-black messages. Everything from Black Girls Rock to Black Lives Matter, all designed to undo the years of lives we've been brainwashed with. More and more, you're seeing black women returning to natural hairstyles. You're seeing more positive images of black men talking about who we are and who we aren't. Less world star and more rock star, as we've become fearless in the celebration of us. I'm seeing grassroots organizations that were once warring with each other over petty differences finally figuring out that there is greater strength in numbers. Shout out to my brother Sean Kwali of the new Black Panther Party for the collaborations they've made as of late. Brothers like Dr. Boyce Watkins are on a mission to get black people financially sound through his series of boot camps. And of course, the drive to get more of us not only registered to vote, but to become more involved in the political process continues. We're waking up to who our true allies are. The truth is that a nation which in many ways was created on racist principles, that's a fact, we have come a long way as a nation. But the point is that in 2008, this country took a huge step forward in voting for a candidate based on his ideas and not the color of his skin. Now, there are some white folks that have expressed a fear that lies just beneath the surface. You can tell when they say things like all lives matter or if you didn't talk about race so much, the problem wouldn't exist. They usually try to divert you from the conversation and the point that you're trying to make with the tried and true, what about black on black crime? Or a meme that I've seen recently with a photo of Dr. King. It says Dr. King would never say black lives matter. He'd say all lives matter. No worries, though. It's usually from some knucklehead who has no real clue as to what Martin Luther King was really all about. Now, here's that great white conundrum that I mentioned. While our awakening continues, I think some whites are dismayed by the amount of allies we have, and frankly, have always had from their community. 
People like Tim Wise and Dr. Jane Elliott are part of what I call the even white folks are tired of white folks crap movement. The history of that word in the mouths of white people is not a mixed history. So when white folks have used this word, the context of that has not been historically as if to say to our black friends, hey buddy, let's go down to the Mickey D's and get a Coke, my N-word. Remember, some of these poor deluded souls see our love of self as hatred of them. What they fail to realize is that history gives us more than enough justification to do so. But it's not them we hate. What we hate is the America they represent. Are there some that need the crap knocked out of them? Sure, if they delude themselves into thinking that their being white would keep them from getting their butts kicked. That is, if they were to become violent. We're nonviolent with people who are nonviolent with us. But we are not nonviolent with anyone who is violent with us. What we hate is the status quo that allows the continued oppression of people of color. We hate an obviously corrupt legal and political system. We hate the fact that so many of you know what's going on and remain silent. If you white folks want to be treated the way blacks are in this society, stand. Nobody's standing here. That says very plainly that you know what's happening. You know you don't want it for you. I want to know why you're so willing to accept it or to allow it to happen for others. And we hate that so many of you have your heads shoved so far up your behinds that by the time you realize the status quo has been dismantled, it'll be too late. And then how will you deal? As the sleeping giant known as Black America continues to awaken, and through the rise of Donald Trump as the Republican presidential frontrunner and pretty much the nominee, you're continuing to see America embrace hatred and xenophobia, just as she's always done. The battle lines are as clear as they ever were. Those of you who remain complicit through your silence can no longer sit on the sidelines. You have to pick a side. You're either for us or against us. You're either for true freedom, justice, and equality, or you're not. Usually I would say something like, the choice is yours. But if you really think about it, you really don't have a choice, do you? Once again, you've been listening to Gunshots Straight from the Hip. The views expressed are those of the speaker and not reflective of anyone else. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to send me an email to markgunmedia at gmail.com or leave your comments in the space provided below. Thank you for listening. Mark Gun Media. No hype, no hoopla. Just damn good work.